Come gather ye friends around your flickering campfires and listen to tales of daring, horror and high adventure from the worn pages of history. Set aside your milky tea and neck a thimble of sake instead for the glory of the Shogun, for this week's tale takes us to a far distant land. Are we going on holiday? I knew it was a good day to wear swimming trunks for underwear. We're off to the land of the rising sun. Unless you're being sake. We're going to Japan. Even though the sun rises in Hull? We are not telling a samurai legend in Hull. Your loss. Yorkshire sushi at its best. Whip it tempura. Mm-mm. Am I going to need a babysitter for all my children? Not if you run fast enough. Good point. Run for it! And here we are. All ready to tell a legend of old Japan. The tale of Miyamoto Musashi. What? The microwave? No, not the microwave. The legendary samurai duelist, undefeated in single combat and best-selling author. But is it a true tale? Or did it kind of happen? But the best part is the entertaining lies that have come after. Probably both. But Masashi did partly write his own story in one of history's greatest works, The Book of Five Rings. Five Rings? Is that an early phone book? It's one of the most important examples of martial wisdom in the world. How dare you make a nonsense of history's greatest swordsman? Well, this is... A silly history boys show! Silly bits are kind of our thing. Otherwise, someone will end up rewriting entire episodes years later. Uh, yes. Well, listener, we better begin at the beginning of the tale of this samurai legend. Miyamoto Musashi's early... What's a samurai? Oh, for God's sake. Right. We best begin at the very beginning in that case. Go, edgy samurai narration music! The samurai are described by people on YouTube as the Knights of Japan. And like the Knights of Europe, they were professional fighting people. All they did was scrap. But the word samurai actually means to serve which was originally meant as an insult. In the early days, and we're talking like 8th century when the UK was doing the Vikings, the samurai served the Emperor of Japan mostly by shaking down poor people for taxes. Typical awful history people then. Yep. As time went on, more and more people started to call themselves samurai, and with this came more power for their class. Eventually this lovely power started to cause trouble. Trouble between the Emperor, who lived in the capital city of Kyoto, and the many samurai clans who lived in the rest of Japan. For hundreds of years there were rebellions, wars, and all manner of awfulness that will feel warmly familiar to most of our listeners. Throughout this general awfulness, the samurai begin to develop what makes them famous, being really good at scrapping. In the 600 years that followed, there were many different dust-ups between the samurai clans or families. All of which Uncle Bob Bob has promised, nay, threatened to cover in this show. Oh my yes, the Genpei War is going to be hilarious. The Gimpy War? Silly. Anyway, the most important awful war lasted between 1467 and 1600. It's called the Sengoku Jidai, and roughly translated, 
It means the period of the country at war. 130 years of awfulness. Sounds perfect for you, Uncle Bob Bob, you thirsty war nerd. Thank you. The story of Miyamoto Musashi begins in a period of peace. Oh. The Sengoku Jidai is almost over. And Japan has finished another big war with Korea, which it lost. And now the countryside is full of unemployed samurai, all hanging about like Hazmat and his mates at McDonald's and being a nuisance. Especially this guy. Morning, countryside losers! It's me, Arima Kihai! Oh gosh, it's Arima Kihai! He's so cool and handsome and edgy! Yes, you're right, I am cool and handsome and edgy, but I'm also a deadly swordsman! And I have nailed my challenge here on the marketplace of your crummy little village! That's not the market, that's the public toilet. What? Damn it! Hang on, wait a minute. What's all this grunting and straining? Just another morning at the public convenience. Poor chap needs more fibre. Oh, I told me paper wiseless so hard. Right, never mind the nails. Never mind. Is anyone in this reeky village hard enough to fight me? A dishy but dangerous. Wandering Samurai. <laughs> the sight of the naked samurai steel in the peaceful village gives everyone pause. Oh, my sword's got no clothes on. You can see everything. Except for one. From the back of the crowd, a boy steps forward. He's thin and gangly, his hair unruly, his clothes old and worn. But his steely gaze and steady hand mark him out as a, nay, the main character. Sir, I am Miyamoto Musashi, and I accept your challenge. You, a scruffy little punk wearing a refuse sack, would challenge me, a mighty samurai who is also fit. I apologize for my appearance, and I compliment you on yours. Your weapons are so clean and faultless that they seem never to have been used. Oh, Ooh. no, he didn't! Snap! Jerk-faced jerk-boy! Prepare to die. The boy's hands drop to the hilt of his sword. His icy gaze burns into his opponent. What are you just standing there for, you freak? I'll teach you to death-stare me, you little whelp. Come on, then. The warriors tense in readiness. But before it can begin, a hand reaches from the crowd and grabs the boy's collar. <laughs> Musashi, you naughty rascal, come hey, here! Hey! What gives, man? I'm gonna teach that little little twerp some manners, yo! My son is 13, you prat! I am not a prat! I am the dishy Arima Kihai. And I am Miyamoto Munisai. I was named by the Shogun as the Samurai Without Equal Under Heaven. Right, I, yeah, Kirsty, it's pretty tough then, but are you sexy? Yeah, you hear that? Sexy. Sexiness is no aspiration for a Samurai, you prat. Um, will you stop calling me a prat, please?
days. If you wish to stop me, then you will find me at my school, the Miyamoto Munisai School for Fight Dead Good. Snappy title. Shush you. Yeah, might yeah, might too, but I'm pre- I'm busy. Yeah, yeah. So I'll check you later. Yeah. If anyone wants me, I'm in Saki Den, slugging back mojitos like a shogun. What are you playing at, boy? Challenging grown men to fight in the streets. It was he who offered the challenge, father. As a swordsman, I merely accepted. Swordsman? You're 13, Masashi. 13! I know you sound 40, but what have you lost? How would that look for the Miyamoto Munisai School for Fight Dead God, eh? I have listened to all you have taught me, father. I would not have lost to a prat. You? Listen? Ha! If you'd been listening, Masashi, then you wouldn't be here. You'd be in the middle of the marketplace with this sign. My apologies, father. I forgot the sign. Forgot indeed. Now you will stand in the middle of that marketplace and you will twirl the sign for the Miyamoto Munisai School of Fight Dead Good and attract custom for my sword school. Don't you dare come back without any new students. Do you hear? Masashi picked up the sign and with the same enthusiasm that a vegan holds a pepperami, began twirling. Truth be told, he wasn't very good at the twirling. His heart wasn't in it. He mainly stood in the market square glowering grimly and vaguely passing the sign for the fight dead good sword school from hand to hand. But in fairness to him, he stood there the rest of the morning, long into the afternoon, until at last the sun began to set and the workers began to return from the field. Nice twirling, kid! Wouldn't kill you to small, though. Who oh, yeah? What are you selling that seems so unpopular? Evidence season tickets? I am selling lessons. Lessons in what? If it's brooding, looking scruffy, then I'll take half a dozen, please. And if you were selling lessons in reeking of manure and idiocy, then I would buy a hundred. Assuming I wanted to be a smelly idiot. Don't you sass me in front of my hoe, pal. Where am I, Rick? Or any of our farming equipment. Be grateful your sheep aren't here. You might have a divorce on your hands. Oh, dare you. We'll teach you a lesson. You are welcome to try. Peaked by the young man's sassy pants, the sinewy farmers fly at the unarmed boy. Oh, em, lads! A jagged rake thrusts at Masashi's sardonic face. His expression does not change, but his feet do. Half a step back sees the jagged metal hiss wide. Half a step forward and the swing of the sign downs the first man. Oh, soft boy's face! Another step takes the boy past the falling man, and the wooden sign goes over his head to land. Oh. Ah! Alright! Stop! Stop! You oh. made your point, sir! Mercy, please! Do not worry, sirs. The demonstration is free, and to show there are no hard feelings, I would be happy to give you and your friends a discount on your first lesson, should you wish to join my family's sword-fighting dojo. That's my tooth. Here, will we be able to scrap like you? You're as dangerous as a Lego brick on a yellow carpet. All is in training, my friend. I hope to see you. This evening. When does it start? Check your face. Oh yeah! The Munasai Masashi School for Fight Dead Good. That's a good name. Classes at the Hour of the Rooster. <laughs> See you there, violent youth. 
Masashi threw the bent sign in a hedge and walked home. As he walked, the rain began to fall. The thunder growled as the young man walked along the fields to the dojo, where he found his father waiting. What time do you call this, boy? I have a class and no students. And whose fault do you suppose that is? I would say yours, honoured father. Seeing as you stayed here and did nothing to bring in any trade. Nothing, is it? Well, if I have no one to teach, then you'll be getting my full attention, won't you? I shall toughen your bones with a wooden bokken. Now stand still. Wait, father. As an older gentleman, you'd better save your energy for teaching your students. I'll give you older indeed. And where are these students? Hello, we're here for the sword school. Uh, it must be as cool as it looks on the telly, and not super dull and lame. We just want to hit something. Can we sling our pants on the radiator? I'm even drippier than usual. Well, well, gentlemen, this is your lucky day. For I am Musashi Munasai, samurai without equal under heaven, and your teacher. Actually, pal, we'd rather be taught by the scruffy boy with the dreamy voice. What? I told you, father, a demonstration would bring more students into- Shut up! Try this for a demonstration, you stains. With this, Masashi's father drew his Shanto dagger and hurled it at his son. The dagger whirled inches from Masashi's face and buries itself in a wall beside him. A shadow of rage passes over the boy's face, but only for a moment. And then, the stony composure returns. This I shall keep as a parting gift. But, before I go, hear this. In time, when folk speak the name Musashi, they shall mean me, and only me. I will be the greatest sword in all Japan. Farewell, father. For your sake, I hope that we do not meet again. And with that, Musashi slid the Tanto dagger into his belt, took a wooden practice sword from the rack on the wall, and walked out into the rain and into legend. Um, is this class still on then? No? Oh well, best put my trousers back on. It's so moist. So can you tell me where my love has gone? Woo! He's a Japanese boy. Yeah! I woke up running up Hey! Hey! Barman! Yes, sir? Hey! My sippy cup is empty! More sake, Papa Vaughan! My apologies, sir. Yeah, I want to kill you to put some Vimto in it. It's a bit bitter. Of course, sir. Mmm, Vimto and <laughs> What was that? A brick, sir. And it's addressed to you. I not order a brick. <gasps> Wait. This is the challenge that I nailed to that toilet wall. Arimaki Hei, I accept your challenge. I am waiting. Fine! Nobody touch my drink! Arima Kihai steps out into the rain, and there in the street is Musashi. Well, well, well. 
If it isn't the little samurai scarecrow from earlier, you might have run a comb through that dead cat on your head. You talk too much. Yeah, well, you probably don't talk enough for this medium, so why don't we get this over with and you come at me with your lame wooden sword so that I can go and get a drink. Forward comes Masashi. The wooden sword swoops down like a crane. Kihai parries desperately as the wooden bokken drives his steel down. Another blow crashes into the wavering katana. And in the mud, his feet give way beneath him. Yield, sir. No way, you lame Yorkshire dead Okay, 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 I give in, I give in, I give in. I thank you for comparing your skill with mine. Pleasure, kid. No, no, bother. Troll pleasures all mine. Except that. Except that this was a duel to the death. The treacherous Kihai goes for a dagger and... Poor Master Kihei. If only your hand could keep up with your mouth. Cripe, someone's dropped the jelly on that feller's head. Oh, hang on. Oh! Well, you best get out of here, young Masashi. That looks like straight-up murder to me. We merely completed our duel. Yep, completed all right. I'll get a mop. Reckon you can teach us any of that, Mr. Masashi? I am afraid it is time for my journey to begin. I must take my first steps upon the Mushashujiyo. What's that, then? It is the warrior's path. I must wander Japan. Training and studying the way of the sword until I am the best of all. Oh, oh, my crumpets! That's real cool, man. I must go alone. Except for you, listener. You are welcome to join my adventure. Oh my god, Masashi just talked directly to the audience! Does that mean he can hear us as well? I am afraid so. Then in that case... The silly history boys show. We'll join you on your quest. Where are we going then? It's four years wandering the wilderness for me. Or should I say, us. Will I need my inhaler? Will I need to get a babysitter? That is up to you. I am a samurai legend, not your mum. Now finish the episode. Yes, sir. This has been the... Okana Riziki Boizu! Which is the Silly History Boys show in Japanese. Very roughly. And for all the sake humour, Bokken-based violence, and taking so long to re-record this episode, we are... As always... Sorry! 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 Sorry. Pretty Fly for a Samurai, or episode 7 of the Silly History Boys show, was written and produced by the Silly History Boys. A lifetime of Wagyu beef flavoured pot noodles to leave in the footwell of his car is just reward for Tom Tombo Furmore for playing the parts of Farmer Tombo and Barman Tombo. Very invented uh, names there for whoever wrote this one. And the man they call the Samurai Without Equal under East Anglia, or Stu the Pear Bear Perry, did all the voices of oft-pummeled labourer Farmer Pear Bear and the ill-tempered Miyamoto Munasai. The wandering Pratman of the East and Farmer Bob Bob was played by 
the wandering prat man of northwest England and southeast Wales. Oh dear, Uncle Bob Bob. And, of course, the star of the show this week, the man without equal, that voice like warm sake poured into your ear on a cold, cold day. Why don't you run yourself a deep bath of Will Tristram as the titular Miyamoto Masashi? Strictly speaking, listener, you know him as uh, Uncle Bilbo, but he's done so well this week, he gets the full title. I'll tell you who else has done well. I'll tell you who else. Zaps of zapsplat.com for all those swings, schwongs and katana swings and all the sound effects do visit zapsplat of zapsplat.com for all your free royalty free sound effects needs Domo Arigato Mr. Daniel Bradley for all his music that he composed this week <laughs> for the original as well thanks very much Dan and also thanks very much to Audacious Cues for all their samurai drums in addition we must thank Magic Mood Music for Japanese Taiko Rock I'm looking forward to using that one some more if you have enjoyed this particularly silly episode of the Silly History Boys show, then why not check us out on all our social medias. You can find us on X, Twitter, Instagram, at Facebook. Just look for Silly History Boys show. You can contact us at sillyhistoryboysshow at gmail.com. If you've really enjoyed the show, then you can leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform. It does really help with the visibility of the show. And furthermore, if you you've really, really, really enjoyed that, you can make a little donation on our Ko-Fi page, the link in the description of the show. Keep your eyes peeled for Silly History Boys shows live in 2024. Oh, 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 oh yes, yes. Uh, the episodes after this uh, were recorded in 2020. Um, if you're listening to it in that order. If you're listening to this in the bonus episode in 2024, then that's okay. Um, but, oh God, I, I went back and did this one again. Um, I put more jokes in it. Um, I, 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 I spent quite a lot of money on a better microphone. It's better this way. It's better this way. Maybe we'll, um, we'll make the other one available one day. We won't. Otherwise, all of this will have been a waste of time. And speaking of waste of time, it's time for me to go and plan yet more silly history and more samurai. Thank you very much. See you for the next one. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. Be grateful your sheep aren't here. You might have a divorce on your hands. Farmer Pear Bear to the burn ward. Bazing. Swish. Nothing but net. He must have a brand new combine harvester. <laughs>